0: Have you ever found yourself caught in the paradoxical dance of progress and regression? It's as if for every step forward, we take towards mutual flourishing. We inadvertently stumble two steps back. Consider the efforts of organizations like Telos in Israel and Palestine, or the initiatives aimed at bettering the American South. Despite our best endeavors and our best efforts, we're still plagued by the persistence of violence both in the name of religion and through issues like gun violence, the looming climate crisis, racial tensions in America, women's rights all over the world, LGBTQ struggles, and the horrifying reality of human trafficking. And it's natural to wonder, how can we resist succumbing to a sense of nihilism, a bleak belief in the futility of it all? Reflecting back to 1939, Hermann Rauschning's book, The Revolution of Nihilism, A Warning to the West, offers a haunting insight. Rauschning saw Hitler's message as a form of dynamism devoid of fixed goals or any discernible program. He described it as an utter nihilism that persisted in the masses as an unceasing belligerence. This sense of hostility towards spiritual matters, a disregard for truth, and as an indifference to ethics, painted a grim picture of Nazi Germany's focus on nihilism. Garrett Kaiser, in 2019, wrote an excellent essay called Nihilist Nation. Kaiser defined nihilism as a cocktail of three fundamental elements. A rejection of hope, except for the validation of hopelessness a renunciation of all values, particularly those revered as sacred, like equality and legality, and a glorification of destruction, even self-destruction, to the point where humanity finds aesthetic pleasure in its own downfall. Kaiser's insight further leads us to realize that nihilism is more complex than mere despair, It's a twisted celebration of negation. The French philosopher Albert Camus once penned that nihilism encompasses not just despair and negation, but the fervent desire to despair and to negate. So how do we combat this insidious force of despair and negation? The answer lies for the peacemaker in the practice of hope. A resilient, unwavering hope that transcends mere optimism. For peacemakers, the question of whether the glass is half-full or half-empty seems trivial. Instead, peacemakers are busy reshaping the very glass and filling it to the brim. Hope is not simply an emotion. It's an action. The brilliant theologian, pastor, and friend of Telos, Mitri Raheb, tells us that hope is something that you actively engage in. It's about living and acting in ways that pave the way for a different reality. As Mitri says, hope is what you do. This perspective aligns with Anglican theologian N.T. Wright's wisdom, that hope is not a feeling, but a virtue that demands practice. It's a determined choice especially when the world appears shrouded in darkness. Transformation doesn't occur through passive yearning. It blossoms when we take hopeful actions. This is the lesson of peacemakers. They understand that hope is not just something you hold, but something that you do. My name is David Gunger, and you're listening to the Telos Podcast channel. Today we're gonna further explore this idea of hope through art. And I would love to introduce my lovely partner in life, Kate Gunger. Kate was one of the songwriters that came down to the Laity Lodge in Texas, where we gathered a group of songwriters to dig into the principles and practices of peace. We're really excited to share a new song called Garden Will Bloom that deals with these themes of hope in the face of nihilism. So I asked Kate to tell us a little bit about the story behind the song, Garden Will Bloom.
1: Hello, my name is Kate Gunger. I am one of the songwriters from the song Garden Will Bloom. Um, That song was written by myself and Diana Gameros and John Guerra. And uh, it came about, we were at this songwriting retreat and we were given the instruction to write based on whatever principle or practice that we felt drawn to write about. And so we started talking about kind of this whole idea of the hard work of peacemaking. Our conversation was kind of shaped by this quote that I had heard a long time ago in a sermon by Avot de Rabbi Natan, hopefully I'm pronouncing that right. And the quote is, Do not be afraid of work that has no end. And so we started talking about, especially in relation to peacemaking, just how work is such a defining part of our lives. And I've been to the Middle East and to the American South on Telos trips. And a common theme that I have felt in my conversations with the people who are doing The endless difficult work of peacemaking who are living in oppressive and restrictive realities. Especially people that come to mind like people I met in the parents circle who they have lost so much and they still they cannot stop fighting for and working towards the hope for a better future and a better life. And so we started talking about all of that. And about all of this hard, painful work, it takes so much from you. And you may never see the fruit of that in your lifetime, but that doesn't make the work not vitally important to your life, to the life of our world. And so that kind of inspired our whole conversation of like, so what does that look like? Um, It's a lot of tending. And then we started using a lot of gardening language because it is so applicable of, you know, the things that you work on, the plants, the seeds that you plant, the, the things that you're tending um, are a hope for a better future. And even if you don't see that in your lifetime, it doesn't mean you shouldn't be giving your work, your life towards that.
0: Kate, thank you so much for joining us today. We hope that you will check out this record and these new songs in collaboration with Good Shepherd Music Collective. You can check that out wherever you stream music. Without further ado, here's the song, Garden Will Bloom. ¶¶
2: When the words that you speak and the voice that you have and the songs that you sing are not heard When the seeds that are sown and the love that you give and the heart that you lend don't return Oh my soul, don't Don't give up, don't don't give up When the drought comes again, don't give up It may take all of you for the vine to bear fruit But the garden will bloom, don't give up When the work never ends and the prize never comes And the dream turns to dust in your hands When the rain turns to floods and the rivers they rise And the spring never reaches your land Oh my soul, don't give up, don't give up When the drought comes again, don't give up It may take all of you for the vine to bear fruit But the garden will bloom Don't give up My soul, don't give up, don't give up When the drought comes again, don't give up It may take all of you for the vine to bear fruit But the garden will poo, don't give up It may take all of you for the vine to bear fruit but the garden will bloom, don't give up. Yes, the garden will bloom, don't give up.
0: Thank you so much for joining us today. My name is David Gunger. We would love for you to subscribe to our newsletter. You can do that at our website as well as rate us on iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcasts. My name is David Gunger. I hope that you'll stay curious.